when I see like the full world as I grow up and I see science say one thing and the Bible seemingly say another thing, it's, it's really hard not to doubt. Yeah. Like you can't help it. Hey guys, my name is Kevin and I have deep conversations with total strangers in public places. If you get the chance, be sure to follow me on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search up Kevin's questions. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's your name? My name's Nick. Nick? Yeah. All right. Um, so today I'm asking people, what is your story? What is my story? It's a big question. It is a big question, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is my story? So um, I guess this is one aspect of my story because we'd probably sit here for like a full day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I am a Christian and I've, I've actually grown up being a Christian and that's been kind of an interesting dynamic in my life because um, I grew up in kind of like an evangelical fundamentalist environment which there's a lot of good in there I mm -hmm. think but there's also you know a lot of stuff that I've struggled with mm -hmm. um, and one of the biggest struggles of my life has been doubt actually um, it's doubt is not really talked about in Christian circles all that much, depending on the circle that you're in. I um, So I grew up going to a really small Christian school, okay. actually. Oh, yeah. I was there in kindergarten, and I actually went through senior year of high school mm -hmm. um, with like the same like 10 people in my life, oh, wow. <laughs> um, which is just really weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, in the school, you know, they have like a lot of Christian curriculum, uh, and a lot of it I really appreciated growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but there comes a point um, where you know, you're kind of indoctrinated with a set of beliefs. Um, so I was indoctrinated into the Christian faith, which usually that word has like bad mm -hmm. uh, connotations. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it is good. Like everybody is indoctrinated into some sort of mm -hmm. belief system. Um, mine happened to be Christianity, mm -hmm. but there came a point where I kind of had to make that faith my own um, or leave it if I wanted to. And that's kind of where the, the feelings of doubt came in. Mm -hmm. um, and the Christians around me didn't really help with that, actually. Usually doubt was seen as like a a bad thing. Okay. Um, like, you're not supposed to have doubt, you're just supposed to believe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But over time, I realized that like, I could not escape the feeling of doubt that I had. And um, eventually I grew into it. You know, I kind of leaned into the process of doubt um, and it ended up being really good for me. I feel like it shaped my relationship with God in ways that I wouldn't have had if I just com like put complete trust in what people told me mm -hmm. what to believe in yeah. Um, so yeah that's like that's been a big portion of my life mm -hmm. I'm still going through it and I think oh, I always course. will yeah yeah I mean everybody doubts like what they were growing up in mm -hmm. um, whether you're religious or not it's just a natural thing mm -hmm. um, and that process has has been a really big like motivator for me to learn more mm -hmm. as part of the reason I go to school because <laughs> yeah, I want to know I want to yeah. know more about life yeah and about what there is mm -hmm. so and that's a really profound thing I mean like I can only imagine like how hard it would be to be growing up with the same I don't know 10 however many people you were with <laughs> and to question the beliefs that you were raised with yeah if that makes sense yeah and would you say that people around you didn't support you 
I think I think a lot of people were going through the same thing, but they just didn't openly speak about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, neither did I for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the I guess kind of the feelings I got from my teachers and people in the church was that like you know it says in the Bible to have childlike faith, mm-hmm. and they they took that and it, when they were when they told me that I kind of felt like that meant I wasn't supposed to have questions at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when I see like the full world as I grow up, and I see science say one thing, and the Bible seemingly say another thing, it's it's really hard not to doubt. Yeah. Like you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I had those feelings and thoughts, I felt like I was doing something wrong. Um, life circumstances also put me there as well. Like uh, my parents both have some like chronic health issues, and growing up with that made me doubt a lot it wasn't just like the cognitive philosophical level of doubt it was also like why does this happen to me and not you know this person over here yeah um which was a struggle but again i think obviously like i'm not glad that that's a part of my life mm-hmm. but i'm happy that it pushed me to think harder than i would have without it because i really value just like putting thought into what you believe in yeah. what you do. It forced you to like actually do some like critical thinking. Yeah. And you you found religion in a more like personal sense, I guess. Yeah, and like just being able to like read and talk and, and figure out exactly what you mean when you're saying certain things and, and doing certain traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty valuable, I think. Mm-hmm. And something that not everyone, but a lot of people miss out on. So, yeah. yeah. So what was it like um, experiencing that doubt and being around people who weren't necessarily, who may have been experiencing the same stuff, but not openly talking about it? Like, I'm sure you felt like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you, did you feel like a little bit alone? In yeah, that? yeah, kind of isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's kind of funny, but like Google was really yeah. helpful because helpful and almost like harmful because I'd, I'd Google questions like every like little kid does at this point, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I would see things that were, that go, that went against like what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of too cautious to bring that up with somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like I read this, like, what does this even mean, what the heck? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Google was actually helpful because not only did it show like opposing views but I was also able to learn a lot about like stuff that I had already been thinking um and stuff that isn't talked about as much and I was able to see people that were in the same boat as me and I think that like curiosity um and like going to the internet kind of translated into going to school like I kind of mentioned it earlier but I'm actually a religions major oh yeah (laughs) yeah oh nice um which is so fascinating to me it's I've, I've taken, taken some of the coolest classes, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's really cool. So, so do you think, think that, the, the, like, your upbringing influenced you to make that decision to major in that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And something I've gotten a lot from, from people, uh, like, that are also Christians in my life, when I tell them I'm a religions major, the first reaction is usually, like, be careful. You know, there's some crazy professors out there, uh-huh. <laughs> which... There are crazy professors out there, um, but so far, I don't know, I'm still a sophomore, so I've got time to go, but so far I've found that studying Christianity 
and studying other faiths and just belief systems, philosophies have been super beneficial for my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of created this certain depth that I didn't know existed. Mm -hmm. Um, It's caused me to do research outside of the classroom and I'm super grateful for it. So So you've actually had to like, you know, challenge your own beliefs and actually go deeper into that stuff. So for anybody else who is struggling with that doubt, like you were growing Mm -hmm. up, like how would you have any advice for someone like that who doesn't feel like their voice is heard to question the beliefs that they were raised with or indoctrinated with? I'd say just like talking to people um, has been super helpful for me. Uh, just within the past couple of years, like I've had conversations with people that are significantly older than me and some kids my age as well and younger. Um, but particularly the conversations with the older people in my life have been super insightful uh, for again realizing that I'm not alone yeah. <laughs> when I'm when I'm having these questions because like you know pretty much everybody has these questions. Uh, it's just not talked about explicitly all the time. So talking to other people has been like one of my best decisions I think even if it's somebody that like I don't like share all these specific beliefs with it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. just hearing somebody going through the same thought process has been really cool yeah so So when you talk to people you get more of a you get more beliefs and you get to like challenge your own views I guess and you get to voice how you how you feel yeah absolutely giving that kind of space to explore my my own thoughts without judgment um like sure in those conversations there's not judgment, but there can be kind of guidance to lead me in a direction that's healthy or beneficial for me. Um, but it's been it's been pretty awesome, and I, I've like started to really enjoy having those conversations and trying to make them happen with people, even mm-hmm. if they don't necessarily seem like they really want to get into it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like getting into the thick of like what people believe mm-hmm. to make them think hard or think twice about stuff they take for granted. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Were there any like specific instances that you can remember that caused you to start thinking like this to really start questioning yeah um i mentioned it earlier but like with a bunch of like health problems my family has had my my dad had a chronic pain and it was kind of an unexplainable phenomenon like they didn't exactly know what was wrong with him and that, like living in that environment, was challenging. Um, there were days for a while where, like, when his pains first started to develop, um, when I was like two, and like for a few years, where he couldn't do anything except for like, like cover himself with a blanket because it, like, he just hurt so much. Yeah. Um, and I started to have questions, like, you know, as a kid, like, why, why isn't his dad like that? You know, like, how come this, this isn't my life? Um, and eventually, he did get a lot better like he learned to manage his pain but the beginning of that in particular was super rough Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad also passed away uh, several months ago actually which you know kind of brought back some of that similar feeling of being a little kid with with a dad that you know is always in pain that kind of doubt and questioning of like you know why is this happening now to me or to my dad to my family and uh, it's just been kind of a time to to sit down and kind of reaffirm my beliefs and 
really like question God, which is something a lot of Christians and just religious people in general forget to do. Particularly on the Christian side, something that I found useful was the term uh, Israel. The the word means like one who struggles with God. Yeah. Um, which is super cool <laughs> because a lot of Christians think that you know like you can't you can't struggle with God. You just accept what He says and go about your life. But the the name like of Israel means to struggle with God, and that's something that people have forgotten to do. And so having these struggles in my life have really uh, created that kind of desire to to wrestle with God. So that's a really that's a really profound thing to say. I would I would, I would say. Um, First of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. That. Um, what was that like? You said you were questioning, like, it almost sounded like maybe comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. What was it like? How did it feel to see other people not going through the same thing and questioning that? Like, how did that feel to see other people Yeah. Um, almost seem like they had it easy compared to you? Right. There's, there's a lot of jealousy in that, I think. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, you can just get jealous of other people. But um, eventually I had to learn to like accept it, you know, like this, this isn't going to change <laughs> no matter what I do. And um, yeah, like life isn't fair, but I also have so many privileges that other kids don't have, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm in, I'm in school right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's a lot of kids that can't do that. Um, I have you know, a good social network. I have friends, people that I can rely on. I have family. Um, even with health problems, I have family, and a lot of people don't. And to kind of gain that perspective, and honestly, just to actually know and be friends with kids that maybe had a worse situation in their house than I did, was really humbling. And it kind of helped me to stop throwing a pity party in my life. <laughs> How did you gain that perspective, do you think? I think, you know, just, just getting to know people more and being intentional about like learning about people's stories, kind of what, what you're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but without a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. And obviously like this is a process I'm going to go through like over the course of my whole life. But yeah. 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 So it's, that's not something that stops, you know, no, no. it's like a constant struggle. Yeah. But the struggle is what makes it worth it, I guess. Yeah, you know? for sure. You're never going to get to the point where there's no struggles anymore. It's just like, you just got to pick stuff that you think is worth struggling for. I guess right. that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? I think you were there. Um, Any last messages? I think that's pretty much it. Right, Hello, sure. whoever <laughs> watches your podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen some. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Sweet. Beautiful. Thanks so much again for listening. And be sure to check out Kevin's questions on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a good one and I'll see you guys soon.